If you have a child with pans or pandas, then you unfortunately know what a flare is. And sometimes you might be asking yourself, is that a flare or is it just behavior? Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about pans and pandas and whether or not their behavior is the result of flare. What is it and how do you manage it and how we can get better and heal from pans and pandas. So let's dive in. So this is, it's going to be okay with Dr. Roseanne. And today we're diving into, is it a flare or is it just a behavior when your kid has pans and pandas? And really this can be applicable to pretty much any kid's behavior because I think every day, at least one of my clients, but people always ask, how do I know if it's their clinical issue or if it's their behavior, right? And we're going to dive into that. And it really is something that could apply to a kid who has OCD or ADD. But, you know, being a PANS mom, if you don't know that I'm mom of a teenager with PANS and who got PANS at 22 months when we were uh, as a mild winter and we were playing outside. And even though I already was working for nine years with people with Lyme disease, We just didn't know enough about it to understand how it's impacting such a young child. So let's talk about it. If you're not in our Natural Parenting Solutions group, make sure you are. It's a free group. We're really working hard to create a community with like-minded parents who are looking for natural ways to support the brain and the behavior. Because if you're following me, then you know there's plenty of science-backed solutions. And I got 40-something pages in that book. But make sure drrosanne.com forward slash group. But let's dive in. So pandas is, you know, just if you are new and you're just new to pans and pandas, like what's the difference between pans, pandas, autoimmune encephalopathy, right? Because we have to have the all three. But pandas results from strep and pandas and autoimmune encephalopathy can result from any infection or toxin. The difference between pans and pandas is that there is a sudden onset, or as I like to always remind people, there is a massive worsening of a pre-existing condition. So you could have had anxiety and all of a sudden it goes through the roof or becomes OCD or becomes depression. It's quite extreme and it's very accelerated. It's a steep acceleration, as I like to say. Or autoimmune encephalopathy is way more of a waxing and waning. And all three can have a waxing and waning, but with pans and pandas, we tend to call it more soft signs. And that also to know that pans and autoimmune encephalopathy can occur at any age. And really, so can pandas, I mean, please. So so strep-induced pandas, anything with pans. And I rarely get people today who just have pandas because usually when one infection or toxin comes to the party, other ones want to come to. We don't want them there. They're unwanted guests. You got to make some humor. So let's talk about some of the quick, some of the common issues and behaviors that come up. Pants, pandas, autoimmune encephalopathy, they're sort of common things. And this is important to discuss because, you know, I'm pretty active in a lot of mom Facebook groups and I can't believe how many times people list a shopping cart full of diagnoses for their kids? OCD, ADD, LD, ODD, 
Then some brave mom says, have you thought of pans or pandas? So there is a lot of behaviors. You can have many clinical diagnoses. You might or might not have pans or pandas. You might have gone to somebody who erroneously told you you must have lab work that shows there's infections or toxins. It's a clinical diagnosis made by a medical professional. And you can see OCD in there. You can see ticks. You can see ADD. You can see learning, a lot of regression of learning. I've had kids with no history of reading problems all of a sudden not be able to read. There's so many things on this laundry list of behaviors and issues. Of course, I can't forget some of the most common ones besides OCD and ticks, but rage, school refusal. I mean, these are the ones that really make daily life hard. When you see these behaviors, how do you know what is a flare? I think this becomes that question that everybody wants to know from me. How do I tell the difference between a behavior and a flare? So what is a flare, right? So a flare is when there is a flare up of behavioral or medical problems related to your infection or toxin. And for those of us that are pants and pandas parents, we're like, we know what a flare is, right? But all of a sudden, maybe you've done a treatment and things are going well and you see a worsening of behavior. It's a very scary thing when you're finally moving the dial in the right direction and then there's a worsening of behavior. But a a flare is uh, hopefully a temporary worsening. Sometimes flares can lead to long-term periods of what I call destabilization. And that could be destabilization of the brain or medical or whatnot. So how do you know the difference between that behavior and a flare? This is tricky. And usually I spend a lot of time in our one-to-one program, our Brain Behavior Reset Program. And if you're interested in working with us one-to-one, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. We certainly work with people all over the world. Somebody just flew in today for pans and pandas. What we're going to do is we're going to look for clues and patterns, right? So we have to be that parent detective that I always talk about. It's the same when your kid maybe has some signs of a flare. So I can tell you my own personal experience when I used to think the flare was coming, I would want to go into denial, right? So denial isn't just a river. It's something that happens. So you want to look, okay, what's happening? Are they crabby because there's been a time change? Is everybody in the house sick? Is this related to something at school? Like what is happening, right? So You have to look at the ecosystem is what I talk about constantly. What is happening in the ecosystem? Flares can happen. I remember my friend Gabriella True saying like, the wind could blow and it could cause a flare with my kids. It is true. And some kids are really sensitive to stress. Diet is a big one. Sleep difficulties. I just had a few kids have a flare because of bullying at school. So that just destabilize them from the stress of it. Man, those schools handle it terrible. That's all the thing. So look for those clues and patterns. You're going to breathe and don't panic. We've all been there. And I think when we go into panic mode or even worse, denial mode, we're not going to get anywhere, right? So how do you handle a flare? Well, I use a flare care plan, but let's talk about what it looks like in terms of what do we need to focus on? So I talk about a five-pronged approach to PANS PANDAS treatment. So when we talk about our flare care plan in our brain behavior reset program, 
I have already created what works, what historically has supported, right? So if all signs are pointing to this is a flare, you got to go back and you got to have your your flare care kit with you. You got to be able to say, these are the things that help. So is it antimicrobial treatment? Is it some type of immune? What are those commerce in the brain? Did you use neurofeedback? I'm going to pull out my PMF that I have on. Are you using PEMF? Are you using our um, multi-mag brain, you know, formula magnesium? Like, what are you doing? Maybe you need to do detox. Maybe you need to go to your therapist, right? So what in the past has worked and what we exit people, we're like, these are the things that work for you. When a flare is happening, hold on, breathe, and don't panic and go back to what worked. And I can't say that enough because a lot of times people go away from things that worked. I recently had somebody come to me and, you know, they're lovely and they're doing a great job. And, you know, they were like, look at my supplements, tell me, you know, and of course I always look at the supplements, but I was like, these supplements are working. Like, why did you stop? And they're like, well, we thought it was time to stop. I'm like, but you know, a hundred percent they were helping. So we started them back up. And that really mitigated the flare. And of course, we did PEMF and some neurofeedback because they hadn't done any of those kinds of things. And we wanted to get them further when they were. I like to get, of course, I want to get people at least over 80%. It's a multi-part process, right? When you're talking about a five-pronged approach, there's no one magic wand, right? My magic wand is not on my desk. But there isn't a magic wand. Please stop looking for the magic thing. When pans and pandas shows up in your door, you're talking about lifestyle changes. They're going to be forever. It is what it is. So it doesn't mean you're doing everything on that plan, but you're going to have your flare care. You're going to consistently be a good eater. You're going to watch your sleep. You're going to make sure you're taking those nutrients that power up your body you're changing your life. And um, that is the curse and the blessing of pans and pandas. It will force you to have a much more holistic lifestyle. Hey, parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. How do we handle the behaviors? Let's get to the meat of this sandwich. Again, this is for any behavior, but when we're talking about flares, your kid might be out of control. They might be psychotic. They might be like full of rage. They might be completely unable to go to school. They might be sleeping 23 hours a day. These are all things that we regularly support people who come to us because they have nowhere else to go. And like I always say, I don't care what your problem is. I care about your attitude, the problem. So if you want to work with us, got to have a can do it kind of attitude because you know what? It's all about working on your own stuff. So how do you manage your behavior? Step one, work on your own stuff. So I can't say enough about these behaviors triggering our stuff. 
absolute trigger for me. If anybody's go back and listen to my Pants Pandas episode, but my own journey is that, you know, these rageful behaviors really, of course, of my child were very triggering. And you need to make sure that your own mental garden is being tended to. If not, you are going to be triggered and triggered and triggered and triggered. I recently had somebody come and and they said their husband stopped saying negative things, but she was like, his body language told the kids exactly what he thought, you know, and she was really so aware of it. I was like, amazing. Like now we can change that because you're aware of it. So you got to work on your own stuff. I say share your calm all the time, but it's deeper than that. This is hard stuff. Nobody will understand. I always say you would never wish hands and pandas on your worst enemy because it is tough, especially with the flares. But when you really start really looking at preventing the flares through lifestyle, but then looking for those clues and patterns and going to your go-tos, like my go-tos are viral stuff. That is not what your go-to is. Like I know when we see a flare coming up, we take high dose vitamin A and Nine times out of 10 with other antivirals, it will shut it down. That does not mean that is your thing. So I have other people where neurofeedback is their flare stopper. And people are like, Dr. Rowe, I'm coming in for my two sessions. Okay, let's do it. So think about what that is for you and really lean into that. Stop chasing the next thing and really create this great thing. And maybe you don't have that great thing. But you have to calm that brain. If you haven't heard me say this enough, hello, it's calm brain, happy family. That body cannot heal without a calm brain. That is why so many people come to me with chronic Lyme, pants, pandas, autoimmune disease, MS, a lot of clinical issues. I have cancer patients that come. Work on your own stuff, calm the brain. Let's talk about my three steps to better behavior. This is just behaviorism 101. It's not as easy in the real world, but this is how you dismantle behavior. So number one, ID the nexus behavior. So what is that one behavior that is driving it? So like you've got a kid who's rageful, but maybe the nexus is they look at everything negative. So then we have to create a plan where we are shaping that desired behavior. So they're negative, How are you going to teach them to have stress tolerance and coping skills, right? What phrases are you going to use, right? And we're doing a lot of this work in our calm brain community, which I haven't talked a lot about, but we are doing more and it's a great way to, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash community. It's a low cost group where we are really teaching people about not just behavior, but all the natural solutions and how to use them. But shape those desired behaviors. You have to, this is where everyone fails, consistent reinforcement. So I get people who are super excited and they start out great. It's like when you start a diet, you know, you're like, I'm ready. And then you, you, you stop. You have to have that consistent reinforcement because it doesn't matter if the behavior is resulting from a flare or this is just typical behavioral stuff. You have to approach it to some degree the same way. And when we use positive behaviorism, we do this, we can shape it. Let's talk about some of my favorite behavioral tactics, ignoring behaviors, distracting, and humor. Don't just turn up and decide to ignore and distract and all that other stuff. This is stuff you have to do on the regular in order for the brain to acknowledge and change, create change. You heard me talk about humor all the time. Mr. Hodge and I think we're the funniest people in the whole world. We use humor constantly and it is a great diffuser. 
You can't just bring humor in or ignore behaviors if you're not doing it. Start slow, but also remember, it requires a consistency for the behavior to change. And when your kid is in a rage, they're in the red zone. They're in a sympathetic dominant state or they're in an OCD flare and they're completely just their brain is in a fear-based stress state. You are not able to think clearly. And maybe you're in a sympathetic dominant fear-driven state. I have a lot of interactions with parents and this is hard stuff. And sometimes I can say the greatest work I do in our one-to-one program is getting parents to get off the worry train and get stop being so fearful. Of course, there's going to be a level of fear. But when your brain is hijacked, you're not able to be your best self and interact with your kid. And man, when you have a pans, pandas kid, you got to be on your A game. This is not easy stuff. Not perfect, but A game. So behavioral tactics and of course, lots of love. So when our kid is completely dysregulated, there's nothing you can do to take him off the ledge. If you're not preemptively getting in there and stopping it, they're literally not capable of reasoning and thinking through. So either physical distance, sometimes just hugging, like I could stop it right before it was going to be the full on, right? Sometimes your kid is too big, too angry, too upset, too emotional. You're going to have to give them space to regulate. And of course, never fact fight or meet with your child with anger. I think fact fighting is a big, big thing that happens. Like you did this and this is, and you know, we see these behavioral components and we somehow think we can rationalize with our kid who's literally maybe even potentially like just feeling like they're, you feel like they're out of their mind. That is not going to get you anywhere. That's where you have to turn in some of these tactics, give them space, give them hugs, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if this is a flare, a normal behavioral thing. Once they've gone into a sympathetic dominant state, you're not going to be able to reach them. But If it is just straight behavior, normal things, maybe situational stressors, just something going on in their life that's really upsetting and it's not a flare. Of course, you want to figure that out. You want to address it. But if it's a flare, you got to get to the underlying causes. Go back to what worked, whether that's supplements, you know, antivirals, different herbal mixes. I really very much believe in herbals and homeopathy. Once an infection has been in there or toxin a long time, traditional things don't seem to work as well. So put your oxygen mask, see your own therapist, do what you got to do to calm and regulate your brain. And if you're looking to work one-on-one with us, please call us, drrosianne.com forward slash help, and we will match you to the right solution. And wherever you are in your journey, we will help you. And I'm very happy to do that because unfortunately, this is a very tricky disorder and misunderstood disorder. And it's just hard to navigate on your own. And you really need somebody who's your quarterback. And so I really have become sort of this person that helps to put together these unbelievable care plans and gets you to the right things so that you can get on the other side of this for the long term. And you can do that. You can absolutely do that. So I hope this got you thinking about, is this a flare or is this a behavior? And really the root cause is important to some degree because you might need to do some treatments, but managing the behavior, you can do it and make sure to put your own oxygen mask on too. 
parenting is so hard when you have a kid with pants and pandas in a way that people just can't understand. Today, I hope I got you thinking about how can I better support my family ecosystem, myself, and my child's behaviors so they can thrive. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 